Hello and welcome to How About Them Huskers. My name is Will Dota Francesco, and I'm joined from the heartland of Nebraska football from Omaha by my grandpa, Husker Dan. Grandpa, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. It's fun uh, doing these podcasts with you. Yeah, I like doing it too. It's really fun, uh, especially even during the off season that there's lots of stuff happening with Nebraska football. So yeah, we, we have some stuff to talk about today. Some uh, national signing day was Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. Yeah. 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 Um, so we have two new high school uh, signees for Nebraska. We want to talk about, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Husker uh, women's volleyball or sorry, not volleyball uh, Husker women's yeah. basketball. And then we're also yeah, going to yeah. talk about uh, women's volleyball as well. Because uh, they got a uh, transfer from Penn State, which we thought we could talk about a little bit as well, since there's not a lot going on with Nebraska football as of right now. And then we're also going to talk about the AFC and NFC championship games and talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. Uh, just on the record, I believe we are one for five in predicting these games. <laughs> so uh, you're supposed to remind me of that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think um, I don't I don't remember. We I think we both picked the Rams. So I guess I guess that would be. Let's see, because we got one of the divisional games right. And then, so that's four, I guess, so we're two for six. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it's not that bad. There is, there's some guy on Twitter, something I was seeing this from ESPN, that uh, he, like, has picked every single, uh, he picked the college national title wrong, and oh, he picked wow. uh, all the divisional games wrong, all the conference championship games wrong, uh, most of the wild card games wrong. Um, but so yeah, at least, at least we're, at least we're not that guy, but, uh, yeah. All right. So we're going to start talking about, uh, these two new high school signees from Nebraska or from national signing day, uh, a few days ago. Uh, so that would be a running back, uh, AJ Allen, and then, uh, wide receiver, Janerian Bonner, uh, Janerian Bonner is a four star and, uh, AJ Allen is a four star as well. Uh, from what I'm seeing on 247, but uh, I could be wrong about that. So what were your, so Grandpa, you kind of brought this up about wanting to talk about this. Was there a certain reason you want to talk about this? Like, was there like just that these two are like the most promising, like just from watching highlights, from my opinion, I think that these two are pretty like explosive. They're both really fast. Um, not super big, Uh I guess AJ Allen's pretty big for a running back. He's 5'11, but uh wide receiver wise, Janarian Bonner's only 6'1. So yeah, but what is, what is, what are you seeing from these two, Grandpa? Uh, the thing I, I guess we were talking a little bit earlier that I don't get really too excited about high school, you know, kids coming in because yeah. you don't know how long they're gonna be, even if they'll show up, because it's yeah. You know, the, the other thing that we've been talking about has been the uh, transfer portals, and there have been a lot to talk about there. Yeah. But I think these two guys coming in at the 11th hour and 59th minute, I, I these were not on the radar yeah. I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I guess I, you know, I just ran film. You know, the problem with looking at film, you don't know the caliber of opponent. You know, yeah. they're playing a um, – you know, East Jesus Tech, or are they playing, uh, you know, an Alabama or a, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's kind of hard to, to tell that, but the, the, you can look at these two guys, and I think I think both of these guys have a chance to, um, to, to play, to see a lot of action uh, this fall. And uh, that's, 
that's got that got my attention. I think. Uh, yeah. I think AJ Allen. He's a kid who reminds me of Rondell Moore. I don't know if you remember Rondell. Yeah, yeah, from Purdue. Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's playing with the Cardinals now. I think that's right. Uh, I don't know. I can look that up, but yeah, go ahead. Um, and, uh, you know, it just, it just seems like. Oh, he's playing uh, with the Panthers. No, sorry. He's playing with the Cardinals. You are right. Sorry. Okay. Um, but uh, I don't, I just think both of these kids are just, I think they'll be able to to play. Janarian uh, came from, um, from, well, he actually committed to Georgia Tech and then and flipped. Got, yeah. And you gotta you gotta believe that uh, that uh, Mickey Joseph had his hand in in that uh, you know nabbing him. Oh yeah. The, kid, the kids from El, Ellenwood, Georgia. I have no idea where that is, other than I know where Georgia is. Um, he runs, he throws, he's he has great hands. Um mm-hmm. He's not afraid to go up in traffic and catch the ball. And he's a really good blocker. And I think that's the key. If, yeah. if you can, if you're, if you're a wide receiver and you can do all that, you can run you know, after contact, um, you know, that's, that's pretty good. Um, and I think that'll get him some playing time. Now it's premature. We don't know. A lot of things can happen between now and then, but yeah. Then AJ was committed to, uh, TCU and, and I don't think yep. there's any um, coincidence that it's Brian Applewhite who was the running backs coach there who was recruiting uh, AJ to come to TCU and then TCU staff got fired as everybody knows <clears throat> he's another I think a great player uh, oh, he, yeah. he returns punts he blocks uh, great acceleration and he makes mm-hmm. people miss oh yeah he re- reminds me of uh uh, as I said, uh, Rondale, uh, yeah. um, these guys are not very big. Um, well, Janarian is six one one ninety three, So I, I guess that as a receiver is pretty good, but yeah, but, uh, but, uh, uh, AJ is five eleven, 182. Now you say going in playing against the big 10, 182 yeah. pounds, isn't going to get you a whole lot, but no. Rondell Moore was five seven, and he weighed less than one hundred eighty two pounds. Yeah, and the kid wow. was un- all he did was un- he was just unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I don't. It's it's you you watch the huddle films and whatever else you can get your hands on, and and uh, they never show you bad plays where the kid fumbles or he yeah you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, and I get all that, but just just the same, I think it's. Uh, I, I think those guys will figure in. I was thinking that that AJ was going to be a little too small, but um, I just don't think so. I, I think these guys, again, that's just a bonus. It was nobody was we weren't yeah. thinking that we were going to get players of this of this caliber. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I am too. I think, uh, yeah, I think your comparison with Rondell Moore for AJ Allen is really on point. Like just watching some of the film for him, which again. Uh, they're only going to show you good plays, but like um, the way, like he, his acceleration, as you were talking about, yes, is insane. Yes, yes, uh, that yes. is something we've been missing at a running back spot yes. is speed. We've yes. had, we've had power backs, which are really good. Like um, Amani cross a few years ago. Yeah. Um, him paired with uh, Amir Abdullah was probably the best running back room we've had in a, in like the past five, five or so years. Um, so 
I think getting AJ Allen and then also having Jacquez Yant there too, as yep. well, where we can kind of transform him more into a power back instead of having him or relying on uh, Yant to carry the ball more and more, but use him, uh, use Yant when he's, uh, when we're down inside the five. Uh, but yeah, so AJ Allen, I'm really excited for as well. I think he could, um, he could do really well for Nebraska, but again, that's speculation. We don't know, uh, what these guys are going to be like in the big 10. Uh, and with the weight thing, um, the height is the one thing that's not going to change a lot, but weight, these guys are going to bulk up a bit. Yeah. Is my guess from sure. high school, sure. because you don't need to be as strong for high school as you do for big 10 football. So yeah, but, uh, yeah. And then for a generian, uh, six, one's pretty small, decently small for wide receiver. Uh, but his, um, he's really good at getting like if you throw him little hitch routes and stuff like that, he can make that into big gains. Right. Um, which is super important for Nebraska. I think, cause I think we struggled on, we, we, we've been able to hit like the deep throw, but if our quarterbacks are off, that's not there. And then we're having to get like five yard chunk, seven yard chunk. And that's not always going well because, um, you need to have a little bit better blocking because the box is going to be more packed. And yeah, but uh, I think um, adding Janarian to our uh, wide receiver room is a big, a big win, uh, especially flipping him from Georgia tech. Uh, And I, I have to think Mark, Mark Whipple's offense from last year had to do something with that, with that. Sure. Um, And why, why Janarian came here in the first place, but yeah, I'm, I'm really just like you, I'm really excited for these two. And I, uh, I, I hope we get to see him in the spring game uh, in April. Uh, I, I bet we will at some point, but uh, we'll we'll have to see how they fare against uh, our defense uh, in that game. But yeah, one of the things that you know it's an it's an adage in uh, in uh, in athletics is is you can't coach speed. Yeah, and, and AJ has four three six speed, and and uh, Bonner has four three speed. Jeez. It used to be crazy if somebody was five, you know, four or five. Yeah. And maybe a tad under that. That was something. These guys have four, three speed. It's just speed is just, as I said, you can't coach that. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And still, like, even like if you think of the fastest players in the NFL, uh, like Tyreek Hill, oh. his, his 40 time yeah. is 4.29. <laughs> so these kids are insanely fast. So yeah. if we can get them out of the open field, no one's catching them. Right. Like even right. Tyreek Hill's running away from the entire NFL, basically. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but I, I think mean, he's the fastest yeah. person in the NFL, isn't he? He is, but they had so they had the uh Pro Bowl. So the Pro Bowls today, uh sorry, tomorrow, tomorrow, because we're yeah. recording on Saturday. So uh they have the Pro Bowl skills challenge every year. They had uh, a fastest man in the NFL competition. Uh Tyreek Hill did not win that. I don't know if he wow. wasn't trying or something. He did. Micah, Micah Parsons won it uh, by wow, quite a bit from Penn State. Yeah. Um. So I don't know what his. He's a linebacker. Yeah. He's really fast. How uh, is that possible? I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, it. But I watched. I watched it, and it looked like Tyreek Hill just kind of gave up. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what I don't know what that was about, but uh, so maybe he just didn't want to like. Um, be like maybe he just didn't want that, but who knows? I don't know. Micah Parsons, uh, Micah Parsons' forty-yard dash for pro day, uh, for Penn State was a four-one, four-four-one. 
Wow, that's amazing so too. For a linebacker, that's really fast. But yeah, oh, um, Lord. yeah, AJ Allen and uh, Janarian Bonner. If we get them out in open space, it's going to be very hard to stop them. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, but again, you got to build that stamina too, because I guarantee you that these guys can't run a four three forty in the fourth quarter. So uh, right, and I think that's what makes Tyree Kill special. But anyway, yes. So yeah, I think I think that just adds a lot of spice to, uh, as you said, spring ball and and you know, fall ball. And that's where it's all going to come down. Exactly. Um, So I, you know, for a a football program that has been, you know, had five consecutive losing seasons, uh, the fans haven't had a whole lot to celebrate, but, but I think what has happened over the last, you know, two months with the new hires and coaches and then the transfer portal, and then a couple of the players just like uh, Allen and, and Bonner are coming in. It's uh yeah, it's got. I think it's gonna be exciting. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to expect. I, I it, you can't get much worse than three and nine. I mean, it has. That's true. We have to go up. That yeah. has to happen. Yeah. Well, so, the real question is, is was is three and nine rock bottom for the Huskers? And I think it is from last year. Just seeing the way that we were playing. Yeah. Uh, I think three and nine is definitely the lowest that we've been. I don't know if that team deserved a three and nine record, but sometimes we sure played like it. So, Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 All right. Anything else you want to say about uh, high school signees? No. Um, the, the only, the only thing I would say is I, and I, I, I'm maybe I've told this to you, but, but I used to go to all these uh, banquets, these national signing day banquets that Nebraska had uh-huh. back when Solich was a coach and then Callahan and Bo and, and there haven't been any uh, for Riley or, or uh, they just don't do those anymore. Yeah. But it was a big deal. It was, you had a banquet and you paid 50, 75 bucks, something like that. And the cool thing was that the assistant coaches would sit at your table. I mean, if you asked them. Yeah. yeah. So you would have dinner with, I don't know, Ron Brown and whoever else was the, huh. the, the coach and they would sit there and they would, and so you just you wouldn't necessarily talk about football, but their families yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And it was awesome to have that kind of contact with with yeah. those coaches. Uh, and they all have to be people persons uh, because you know to be in that business of recruiting, they have to do that. Yeah. But, but now the national signing day is like, eh. I mean, usually, yeah. I, that's why I was surprised, and I wanted to talk about these two players because to me they came out. I know the recruiting process keeps going and going. Yeah. I didn't see these two players of this caliber coming to Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. I mean, and like the fact that we flipped one of them from TCU, like the, I think the flip, the flipping from, uh, um, I I get TCU got rid of all their coaches. So maybe that's why uh, AJ Allen wanted to leave there, but Georgia tech has more, uh, Based on the last season, compare, comparing Nebraska to Georgia Tech, if I'm a high schooler, I'm going to go to Georgia Tech because it seems like Georgia Tech has more upside. But again, I think that has to be the uh, Mark Whipple effect already taking uh, yeah. taking hold of Nebraska of why Denarian decided to come here. So. Well, and and Bonner coming here, you got to you got to figure that Mickey Joseph was. Yeah, that too. That, yeah. You know. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 So, no, I don't have anything more to say about those guys. You want to go to All right. Husker Chick Hoops? Yeah, probably. Yes, we probably should. So, yeah. You know, so. Uh, I stopped watching the men's. I, I, I watched some of them today and it's like, 
I can't, I can't, it's really hard to watch. I, yeah. <laughs> I like Freddie, yeah. but it's just, it's just, yeah. It's, it's painful not, to watch. Yeah. What's the, the girls, what's the, what's the men's record right now? Do you know? Oh, the I, they've, they're winless in the big 10 and that's, that's, that's all it counts there. They, they yeah, have true. no wins. Yeah. And they, they were playing a uh, kind of an also ran team in, in uh, Northwestern today and uh, just got pummeled and it's, it's yeah. sad. It's you, yeah. you can't even watch it. Yeah. There's six. Very, there's six and seventeen. Yeah, and they're zero and twelve in conference. Yeah, that's a problem. So let's talk about a winning yeah. basketball. Yeah. Program. Yes, <laughs> way women's. more fun to talk about. Um, you know, I I try to. I think I watch probably all their games that are televised, and they have a bunch of them that are televised. Um, they're on a four game win streak. Yeah, they, they beat Wisconsin, Purdue. Um, Rutgers. Rutgers that in uh what was it yesterday that they were Penn State Thursday yeah they beat Penn State and I love Thursday. uh Markowski Alex Markowski she's uh she plays the post uh and her her father Andy used to play for the Husker men's team obviously mm-hmm. and was a hell of a player uh so it's it's awesome to see some of these local kids uh stay in the program and and uh and then you yeah. they got a couple of players from Australia Jazz, oh, really? Yeah, and then Ruby Porter. And Jazz is the leading scorer on the team. She averages 13.7 points a game. Uh, and then Sam Hybe, she's the second leading scorer in the, in the, um, on the team, 11.1. She leads the team in rebounds with 176 rebounds so far this season. So um, it's, just, it's been fun. They play, the, the game is different from the men's game. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you see a lot more basic. He's, I, th- I think you see a lot more team basketball. The you don't see the slam dunks obviously in the women's game. Oh, yeah, I guess it has happened, but yeah, with but like I, Brittany Griner a few years ago, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just it's kind of nice to have a, a basketball team that you can get behind and cheer because the men's. Uh, I I was thinking they would write the ship this year. And I'm not saying, you know, be tournament bound, but they would start yeah. winning some games, but it's yeah, pretty, pretty pathetic. So yeah. let's not even talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the, the women's team is a young team too. There's not that many, uh, there's not that many, ju- there's only a, a few juniors and seniors. It's mostly sophomores and freshmen. I get yeah. that it's different from football where you, it's not, you can't leave after your freshman year You in football. Right. You can't leave after your freshman year, but yeah. um I don't, is that the same in women's basketball that you can leave after your freshman year, same as men's? I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. I, okay. That's a good question. I would, I would, I would assume it's the same, um, but who knows? But yeah, it's, um, yeah, really young team. And I mean, this like Nebraska, like last year, I remember Nebraska's basketball, women's basketball team getting more, uh, like steam kind of uh, like they, they, they were obviously building something uh, and it's come to fruition this year where I think that they can go to the uh, they could go to the uh, tournament this year and do decently well. I don't know. Uh, the, the big 10 tournament hasn't started yet. Uh, that's, that's in March, but um, right. they, they have, they have quite a few games until then. So it, it could go downhill, but the way that they're playing right now, I don't see it doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I it's fun to watch him play. Yeah, I'll definitely be watching the uh, women's March Madness tournament if they make it. But yeah. I usually I usually don't because the men's one is usually more exciting in my opinion. But uh, <laughs> I, I mean I don't I don't really have a team to cheer for uh, usually for the women's one. But yeah, so you want to talk about uh, the volleyball? Uh, yeah, let's move on to that. Yeah, what do you know about her? Um, so she plays middle middle blocker for, yep. or she did play middle blocker for. Uh, Penn State. Uh, I don't know who played that for Nebraska this year, uh, but I do remember Penn State being good and up in the polls, um, up in the polls towards the end of last year. So, I mean, this is kind of a big thing, but Nebraska's volleyball, this is not the same thing as Nebraska's football team getting Casey Thompson, where it's kind of a coup. This is Nebraska's basketball, or sorry, volleyball team is uh, much better than uh, yeah. comparison wise. Uh, they're basically kind of like one of the perennial, like Alabama's of college football, basically, sure. but of uh, college volleyball. And uh, I mean, I don't see who wouldn't want to play for Nebraska uh, with um, them getting to uh, the like Nebraska's been in top 10 AP for quite a bit. They made national championship uh, last year and lost that. Uh, or I guess it was, it was like a few months ago, but uh, they well, lost December. Yeah. December. Yeah, they, yeah. They lost, they lost that to Wisconsin in yep. five sets or yep. three, five sets. Five, five sets. No, five. Yeah. So um, yeah. I think the, the, the girl's name is Caitlin Horde or Kate is what they call H O R D is her last name. She's six, four, Three-time All-American. She's a two-time academic All-Big Ten. That is, I mean, John yeah. Cook doesn't go after marginal players. He's getting, I believe, in Caitlin Horde. The, the this is insane what John Cook and he. I was at a I was at a function um, in 2019 uh, in which John spoke, and it was a couple hundred people there, something like that. Mm-hmm. I got a chance to visit with him afterward. But he said, uh, and this is after Nebraska had won five national championships. Um, So he was saying, he got up there and he said, we're going to take this program to heights that it's never been to before. And I said, I didn't say this to him, but I just said to myself, what do you mean? You're in the playoffs every, you know, the volleyball tournament and you've won five national championships and you're one of the elite program. No, and we're going to make we're going to take this to new heights. So this is what he meant. Yeah. Uh, and and two years ago they got the the nation's number one recruiting class, and then they got this past year they got uh, the player who is she's out, also a basketball player, but and I forget her name. And shame on me. Um, but she uh, she was the number one volleyball player in the in the country from you know out of high school. And she's mm-hmm. coming to Nebraska. And then you have Nicklin Hames, who has been the setter. She's going to be playing for Nebraska in her COVID year uh, coming up this, this fall. Mm-hmm. But she's not even going to be the server. And she's a, she's a great server. Yeah. It's like, how do you do that? How yeah. do you get? Yeah. And, you know, and I'm, I think John is a heck of a great coach and he has a great reputation and, and he's always, trying to learn, but getting this girl to come on board there. And, yeah. and Caitlin has to have a massive amount of confidence to, to think that she can crack the lineup. And yeah. 
in then the other thing is that okay if i want to be the best i am I'm, I'm willing to to go up the, against the best and beat the best and mm-hmm. if you can make if you can make the Husker starting lineup, you are one of the elite volleyball players in the whole country. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about? Nope. Uh, I think that's okay. it. Think All right. Talk do about you, some football. Yeah. Do you want to talk about, uh, I forgot this happened. Do you want to talk about the senior bowl a little bit? Did you watch any of this? I did not other than Samari Touré got two touchdowns and that was awesome. Oh really? Oh, yeah. that's awesome. I didn't watch it, but that's awesome. I didn't right. either. Oh, cool. Okay. But he had, he had two, uh, two touchdowns. And yeah. that can't hurt his stock. It can't. No, it, I mean, it has to help, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. All right. Uh, so we're going to talk some conference championship games. So last, last, last Sunday's game, you want to talk about those two? Yeah. Yeah. That's what, yeah. That's what I was. Yep. Um, so AFC championship game, exactly what I did not expect. Uh, I believe I said last week that the, Chiefs were going to kill the Bills, or sorry, the yeah. Bengals. Uh, yeah. That did not happen. It went into overtime for the second game in a row for the Chiefs. Yeah. The Bengals won after a, in my opinion, uh, I think that was a dumb throw by Patrick Mahomes yeah. uh, to Tyreek Hill in double coverage. I don't yeah, understand yeah. what he thinks he's trying yeah. to get out of that. Uh, I Was it third and 10 or something like that? I don't know. Uh, but I, I think it was third and 10 or something like that. So I get his need to, uh, his, why he's, thinks he would be justified in throwing that, but Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than that. So, I don't well, know. you know, it's, it's it, you were thinking, and maybe, maybe Patrick was thinking the same thing. Hey, we tied this game the way we tied the game a week ago. We won the coin toss. We elected to, we opted to take the ball. Yeah. This game is ours. And maybe he got a little too greedy and he threw into double coverage and the rest yeah. is history. But, Yep. You know, the Bengals took advantage of that and, and, and uh, the Chiefs couldn't stop them. So it's like, well, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Chiefs fan. So I hated to see that, but yeah. But I mean, this is just awesome for Joe Burrow. I'm really excited for him. I'll definitely be cheering for the Bengals in the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, coming I'm up. a Rams fan, so I can't join you. On that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would really love to see Joe Burrow win a, uh, Super Bowl in his first full season in the NFL, really, because he tore his ACL last right. year. So, right. yeah, this, uh, this is just a, a great story for him. Well, uh, and then Matthew Stafford, the story there, too. He, yeah. He's in yeah. his, what, 13th, 14th year in the NFL? I think 13th season, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was languishing at, with the Lions. And I used to watch yeah. Stafford, and I said, I like the kid. He's just on a terrible team. Uh-huh. And then, uh, then they switched quarterbacks and uh, – uh, who was the who was the Rams quarterback? Uh, Jared Goff. Yeah, yeah, Goff. Yeah, and uh, and then his first year, he takes him to the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. that's not too shabby. Yeah, I'm, I'm anxious. Yeah. I'm a Rams fan, but I I won't be weeping if uh, if Joe and Joe would have the trifecta. I don't think that anybody's ever done that. Winning the Heisman national championship, national championship, and, yeah. and then Super Bowl. I don't think it's ever happened. Uh. Oh, did Joe Namath? I feel like that's. I don't think he was ever Heisman. I don't. Yeah, know. I'm looking that up, but I don't, um, I don't think he was ever I, a Heisman. I think he won the Heisman, but I'm not for sure. Um. Oh, here. Okay. Yeah. Which one is? Which quarterbacks have won the Heisman Trophy and a Super Bowl? Uh. Hold on. Let's see. Um. Yeah, but I mean, I think. Um. 
Oh, okay. So I think, yeah. So you are right in saying that Joe Burrow would be the uh, first quarterback to win Heisman National Championship and, Pro- and Super Bowl. So yeah, if but, he doesn't win it this year, you got to figure Burrow's going to be there for the next. Oh yeah. So oh yeah. Uh huh. Well, I mean, I'm also uh, I also like the what Zach Taylor's done to the Bengals oh. is imp- so amazing. Uh, the there was some stat that I saw on ESPN that said uh, that the cheat sorry the Bengals uh, were like two seasons ago they had the worst record in the NFL. Yes. yes. Now they're in the Super Bowl. They're one yeah. of like five teams for that to happen. Uh, and I think they owe a lot of that to Zach Taylor. I mean, he Zach Taylor does get the chance to draft Joe Burrow, who's definitely the best quarterback in that draft yep. of really good quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, but still, you, you can't just draft talent. You have to make talent work for you really well and work together. Um, getting Jamar Chase was huge as well. And uh, T. Higgins is really good, uh, is doing really well for the Bengals as well. But uh, yeah. Uh, what do you What do you think Jimmy Garoppolo – uh, should do now he's been kind of the 40 he's taking the 49ers um, kind of to the brink of Super Bowl he's taking them to the Super Bowl they lost the Chiefs I feel like that was his high water mark um, and he's been in the NFL long enough to know not to throw the pass that he threw to give the game clinching interception away yeah um, and, oh I mean and I don't know if this is just something that Garoppolo is kind of like this is what he's kind of becoming because I was watching this with my dad. Um, and immediately before that play or before the drive began, he says, Oh, Garoppolo is going to screw this up. And two plays later, Garoppolo is getting sacked and just decides to flip the ball forward, wow, gets tipped yeah. up in the air and it's intercepted. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I mean, and it just I, the Rams, the, the Rams just want to win now. That was the thing that they were talking about during the trophy presentation. Their owner uh, went all in getting OBJ, Von Miller. Yeah. Um, they have the Rams haven't had a first round draft pick in six years, and their next first round draft pick is in 2026. <laughs> so building a team that gets to a Super Bowl without first round draft picks is very hard to do in the NFL. Uh, and how do you get how do you get a player like Cooper Cup? Yeah, I nobody want he played for Eastern Washington. Nobody, yeah. none of the power five schools wanted him. Yeah, and he's, he's an amazing player. Amazing. He's, yeah, he's insane. He's probably, I mean, if the Rams win the Super Bowl, I think it's going to be hard to decide between, or I guess MVP doesn't really matter Super Bowl wise, but it's going to be hard to decide between Cooper Cup and Stafford for this year for the Rams, just personally yeah. for an MVP. But then you also have to take into consideration all the other great players. Uh, I think I think Cup deserves the MVP MVP this year, but I know they don't usually give it out to wide receivers because, especially if the quarterbacks in the running, because yeah. the quarterbacks want throwing it to the wide receiver. But uh, it just Cooper Cup uh, is he basically came out of nowhere. I knew he was good, yeah, but uh, I didn't know he was this good. And I'm really glad I picked him up on my fantasy team because he won me our fantasy league this year. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say? So, uh, yeah, yeah Super Bowl. Who, yes. Who do, you, who do you like in the Super Bowl? Rams are favorite oh, wow. by four. They're playing at home. Does that even make a difference in this game? I think it does. Uh, I'm not. I kind of wanted the 49ers to win because I was tired of the home team Super Bowl thing. I think that Super Bowl should be played at a neutral site, just because you like it's not. 
the seeding isn't for the seeding for playoffs is by each conference, not by the entire league. If it's by the entire league, I think you can have the higher seed going into the Super Bowl be host it or something like that. But I get that's harder to plan around for the NFL. I like their I like what they're doing with the neutral sites, but uh, it seems that they've kind of jinxed it, which whatever team gets picked uh, stadium wise to host the Super Bowl gets into the Super Bowl and uh the Bucks won last year, so uh, we'll see what happens with the Rams this year. But uh, I like I, I like the Bengals in the Super Bowl this year. I, the the Rams defense is good, and one the one thing that the Bengals kind of convinced me out of last uh, against the Chiefs was that they cannot that Joe Burrow can't hold under pressure from the Chiefs defense. Uh, the Chiefs defense is not as good as the Rams defense. The Chiefs defense is still really good though, so. I, I just Joe Burrow throwing these quick slants and tearing up the um, middle of that chief's defense uh, with like three second throws where there's no way pressure is getting to him uh, because the Bengals weakness is definitely their offensive line. So that's the, that's going to be the battle I'm watching during the Super Bowl uh, is, is the battle in the trenches for whoever, whoever's going to win that game is going to win the battle in the trenches. Uh, Cause if Joe Mixon can get going for the Bengals, that's hard for the Rams to stop. That's hard for anyone to stop really. Um, but yeah, I think uh, if, if I'm this, uh, I don't know. I f- it feels wrong picking the Bengals because of how bad I remember them being, but uh, this team has convinced <laughs> me out of it. So I'm going to go Bengals. Uh, I'm assuming you're going Rams, but I could be wrong. Well, that's who I want to. I think this game is a toss up. I think Cincinnati is not going to be intimidated going into Rams new stadium. Um, I'm not so sure. I lived in Los Angeles and I know I used to go to Rams games and, uh, and the, there's so many things to do in California, particularly Southern California. Yeah. There isn't the passion that, that a a Bengals fan or, you know, a Bengals home game would be. Um, So that is lacking. And, you know, if they were playing, you know, like you go to Green Bay and Green Bay's fans are just passionate. They're yeah. Just, Rams fans are not that way. They're a little too sophisticated. Yeah. You know, I think I might just go to the beach and go. <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah, I want the Rams to win, but I, I would not be surprised at Cincinnati uh, uh, going in there and finding a way to win. And Joe Burrow is, you know, he's not a, he's not somebody who's going to sit down and say, well, I'll, if we don't win, we'll just come back, you know, in some time. Oh, yeah, definitely no, not. I think he's he's enough uh, of a competitor. Well, they all are. He wouldn't be in that position. If yeah, were. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I can't wait to watch it. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to – I think compared to last year's Super Bowl, the Super Bowl will be way more exciting, and I'll probably stay up to finish it. I, th- I mean, the, the Super Bowl last year was just too painful, and I don't like Tom Brady, as said last <laughs> week. So I don't like watching him win Super Bowls. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, – I'm hoping that this will be better. I feel like I was thinking the same thing last year, uh, but the defenses, I think, are – more evenly matched than they were last year and the Bucks defense was just insane last year, but yeah, so it'll be, it'll be a really good Super Bowl, I think. Uh, but uh, yeah. Anything else you want to say? Uh, no, just go Rams. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll end it with that. And we will talk to you guys next week with a recap of the Super Bowl. Hopefully depending on when we record, if we're recording on, Oh, actually 
We'll probably talk about re- Super Bowl in two weeks because uh, yeah. we're not going to record at 10 o'clock at night on a school night. Mama would never allow me to do that. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so we'll talk uh, more Husker stuff next week. And uh, yeah, thanks for taking the time to talk with me today, Grandpa. That was fun. You bet. My pleasure. Bye-bye. All right. And we will talk to you guys next week. Go Big Red. <laughs>